This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is KJ Sales. KJ, how's it going? Man, it's going good. How about yourself, man? What's going on? It's going good. Appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. Yes. Let's just go um, back in time a little bit. What, what was your first memory of uh, playing football? Uh, first memory of playing football, man. I'm going to be real with you. Um, I, w- I was playing flag uh, for this end zone sports team, and we lost to a whole bunch of girls. And I'm <laughs> that, day, that day I cried like a baby, man. Uh, you know, I was probably like, I want to say probably like 11. Um, and, and the girls were probably like 14. And I was crying like a baby but ever since that day. I was like, all right, everybody got to get this worked out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah. Um, so you grew up in you grew up in Tampa. What what was that like? Uh growing up in Tampa, man, it's it's well back then it was it was really it was simple. Now it's everything is pretty much hectic now. Isn't um, it? That's the world, huh? Yeah, it's it's hectic now. You know, everybody's moving down here. Um, but back then, you know, um, you know, growing up where we grew up, you know, a little bit about us, you know, we came from, you know, uh, a different neighborhood. Um, and then, you know, of course you have the suburbs out here. So it's, it's a different, uh, I got the chance to live the best of both worlds. Um, you know, and like I said, you know, coming from where we come from, uh, my family comes from poverty. Um, so we kind of just, you know, I was always taught to, to never look at the next person, um, just because they don't have what you have. Um, because it was at one point you didn't have what this person had, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, growing up here, it's, it's, you know, like I said, it's the best of both worlds. You know, uh, you can get either or. Um, but I wouldn't change my city. I love my city. Um, you know, like I said, I'm running for mayor here within the next 10 years. So that's the plan. That's the goal. That's still the main goal. So, yeah, man, everything's intact. Yeah. Now, going into um, high school, what, what was your recruiting process like um, with the just offers and like how you got to choose and things like that? Uh, I had I ended up with 41 offers. Um, the recruiting process for me, I remember I was the only sophomore starting on my varsity team, and then uh, that year, uh, I started. We the recruiting process in general it started. The landscape started to change. You can kind of tell it was sh- shifting to social media um, because mm-hmm. then they wanted everybody to, to get Twitter, and so the coaches could direct message you and things like that. Um, and then uh, I remember the end of my junior year, that's when things started to change. Um, I had my first offer from Cincinnati. Um, and that was when, you know, I was living with uh, one of my best friends, uh, his dad. His dad also played in the league, so he kind of molded me into who I am today. Um, and when I got that offer from Cincinnati, it started rolling in from there. Mm-hmm. How, um, like, what would- all right, what were what were like the the final three or the final five schools? Um, Iowa, uh, Carolina, West Virginia, USF, and I want to say Maryland. I want to say Wh- which Carolina? North Carolina, North Carolina, UNC. Gotcha. And then and then what did what what did it come down to to ultimately pick? Uh, Southern Florida. I, I ended up I ended up going I ended up going to UNC. I ended up going oh. to UNC. Um and then I transferred to South Florida in 2019. So it was kind of like, you know, 
uh, I knew I knew uh, the head coach that was there at USF at that time. I knew he wasn't going to be there. So Gene Chizik, you know, he recruited the hell out of me and a couple of uh, a couple other um, Florida, my Florida homeboys that that I that I know down here from Jacksonville. So we all went up there. You know, they were winning at that time. That's when they went to the ACC championship. My boy Switz was uh, the all time leading punt returner there. And, you know, we just got to talking and that's what it was. Gotcha. And then, yeah. So tell me like, what, what was it like playing at UNC, like on the field? And then what was it like going like to school and being a, a student as well? Yeah, man. A lot of people don't, I mean, if you know, you know, UNC is a very prestigious school, man. Yeah. Um, it's hard to get into. Um, and I remember, you know, just the culture shock when I got there, you know, is it was a lot, it, it's, it's different. Um, it's different. It was different than what I was used to. And then once I got used to it, you know, the people there are great, um, you know, and then, you know, um, football wise that, that time during that time when I was playing, you know what I'm saying? We wasn't, we wasn't winning like that. Um, and then, you know, the year before we were winning, we had Mitch Trubisky at quarterback and, uh, you know, 2016, my freshman year, and we played Georgia in the Peach Bowl um, and we lost to Georgia. Um, I think we lost. Yeah, we lost to Georgia. And, and, you know, after that, after that year, we had a down year and we had another down year after that. Um, and then I ended up getting hurt that year, um, the next year, uh, the following year. And then I ended up transferring to usf but going to unc man it helped shape who i am i had a, i made a uh i made a lot of uh long life friends uh relationships you know that i'll cherish um it's, it's actually a good school to go to for sure i i definitely would want my son to consider going there for sure yeah that's dope when you were there when you were there did they have the the jordan uh stuff yet man not so my first year there they were nike yeah. and then and, my sophomore year, they were making the transition to Jordan. That's when I guess Jordan wanted to make yeah. the he wanted to come in and you know make uh you know a few uh collegiate schools part of you know his brand. And Carolina was the first school I think that he started with. Yeah. Um. And so just seeing that it was crazy because the Carolina Blue was like we gonna be wearing Jordan cleats on the field and. Yeah. We had the, I remember we had the Jordan, I think it was Jordan 11s, I want to yeah. say. Man, listen, dude, I, I remember rocking those in the game. I could never, I could never get used to it though, because it used to hurt my feet. And I was yeah. like, hell no, nah, I can't play in this. But it was good though, man. Like the the gear, um, it was definitely different. And I think it changed, you know, um the the paradigm of college football as far as uniforms and things like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's, I mean, just his brand in general is crazy. And like, he oh, has yeah, European soccer teams now with his logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, nah, it's like, definitely. When you really think about it, it doesn't even make sense. You got like a basketball logo on a football jersey or a soccer, right? Jersey, right. Which is I mean, but it right worked, there. it worked though. Like, yeah, it no, worked yeah. for Carolina. Yeah. Like, you can sell that and they sell, yeah. they sell the hell out of it, man. Like, it, it works. So, did you end up getting any like exclusive kicks? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> man, listen, I think those were the, uh, I think, some I'm not I'm not familiar with shoes, man. Yeah. But it was something I want to say retro, retro. I want to say it was something with twelves, man. Yeah. Something like that. And That's uh nice. we all it was I guess not it wasn't even out yet. We had some shoes that didn't even touch like the stores or anything yet. Yeah. And uh I remember that year some of my teammates 
Oh, uh, we were like, shoot, how much, how yeah, much yeah. can we sell these for? Yeah. And it was like, well, you get a whole bunch of money for this yeah. if you sell them, you know, but you know, it it was, you know, like it like those those shoes, man, it, it showed like, bro, like people really pay a lot of money for shoes, yeah. man. Like it's crazy. The Oregon, like, the Oregon ones go crazy. The Oregon Jordan ones when they come out with them, like there was oh, ones yeah, that yeah, sold yeah, yeah, for like yeah, hundreds yeah. of thousands. Most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, I know you mentioned Mitch, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Was did you did you see like you know how his stock went up like really high at his senior? Yeah. Did you did you see that in him like while you were playing with him? Yeah, man. I mean, Mitch, Mitch was always a nothing could really shake Mitch. Even now, like just watching him, like you know, he still has that same demeanor. Um, whether he's up, whether he's down, you will never know with Mitch because Mitch is just even killed. Um, but I remember I remember watching him and I remember talking to him when I first came in and he was like, man, you know, I don't really worry about like the whole stock thing. I just go out and play. And that's what he did. Like he just went out and, and played. But the offense was centered around Mitch Trubisky and it helped him like the offense that they were in. It helped him, you know, raise his stock. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Just because of the offense it was. So, you know, um, I, like I said, I've seen I've seen Mitch the, the transition. Um, I've seen, you know, his stock rise from uh, we don't know if he's going to be a, a fifth round quarterback to a first round quarterback like Mitch did that. So yeah. for sure, he did that for sure. Yeah, that's dope. Um, and then what what led you to transfer? Oh, uh, my son. I had a son uh, in 2017. Um, and then my grandmother, um, she passed away um, in 2019. And then uh, my sister passed away a little bit after that, a week after that. So mentally, you know, man, I, I just I felt like it was time for me to, to come back home and make an impact in my community just because of the tragic events that happened um, with my sister. And I felt like I could do that um, in my community. And I did and I did accomplish that. Um, but, you know, that, you know, my family, you know, my son, just being a father, um, that made me want to transfer back home because I felt like that was more important you know, than anything that I had going on in my life. You know what I mean? So that was really the main thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that definitely makes sense. What did, uh, just having a son, how did that like change your life? Man, it, 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 it made me mature in a lot of ways. Uh, I matured a lot, you know what I'm saying? So I think when people have children, it, you have to grow up really fast because it's not a book on how to be a parent. Yeah. You know, nobody can write a book on how to be a parent. You know, you you just do it as you go and you learn as you go. And I grew up with with my son, you know, King. I grew up with him. We grew up together. We're still growing up together. He's five now. Um, and, um, you know, I I really feel I really feel that, you know, that made me mature in a lot of ways. Um, and it made me see what's important, what's not important, what I have to cut off. Um, you know, what what do I have to change in my life? Um, so it made me change a lot of things, man. And that's, and that's what was important for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Um, and then just overall, what was your, what was your career like, um, at USF? I know you did really well. I know you got inv invited yeah. to like the, con uh, the different yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, my career at, I, to be honest, when I was transferring there, I was like, man, I used to ask questions like, man, could I really do it here? Like, uh, could I do it? You know, and when I transferred there, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, I was scared as hell. Like, cause I'm like, man, I'm coming back home. 
yeah. U.S. Stuff isn't really really winning like that. They were winning, but you know, in the in the national spotlight. Um, but when I came back, you know, I ended up being an All American um that year. Um, and then after that, I I became an All American. I kind of you know I was all AAC, and then you know um I got invited to a lot of bowl games, and that's when COVID hit. Yeah. You know, when COVID hit, it kind of messed up everything. The structure of everything, um, you know, how, how to, to get in front of different scouts, it was kind of hard to get in front of scouts um, and, and and do those, you know, uh, necessary workouts um, as far as the football part, um, mm-hmm. going to get other guys, one-on-ones, different things like that. So uh, transferring to USF was probably the best thing that I, I could ever do for myself um, as far as implementing myself in the community for real. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you guys, did you guys play like a full season or was that like a half season? Nah, we played a full season during the COVID season. It was a full season, but it was weird though, man. Yeah. Like it was really weird. You know, like some days you'll have your starting, uh, your starting people. And then some days you won't. It was just weird. Like I, I, I didn't understand it. Um, but like I said, you know, it was definitely a learning experience. Um, you know, I, I definitely, we definitely all have a, story to tell our kids about the COVID uh, pandemic. So, you know, like I said, I I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, just tell me about like, you know, actually, when did you know, like, you could go to the next level? Was there like a moment in college? Uh, Did you already know, like in high school? Um, I kind of figured my sophomore year uh, when I, when I, when I was top, top five in the ACC for pass breakups, um, and I kind of start, you know, getting a little buzz a little bit. And, uh, you know, my head coach started talking to me a little bit like, hey, you know, you can really, you know, make some noise here. And, you know, if you, you know, keep putting together seasons like this. Um, mm-hmm. So that's when I kind of knew. Um, I always knew like I was, you know, athletic enough. Um, and, you know, I had the proper mindset. Because like I said, once I step on the field, you know what I'm saying, it's just me and you. You know, I don't give a damn who you are, what what pedigree you have. You know, it's just the mindset coming from where I come from. If you line up in front of me, I'm going to get in your shit. You know, excuse my language, but yeah. that's just what it is. And I'm just being totally transparent with you. Um, But, you know, that you got to have that type of mindset when you step on the field. You know, and that's the things that I instill in my son. Um, But I've always known, you know, like I said, blind faith, you know, it's the things that you can't see. You know what I mean? So... I've always saw that, you know, and I've always prayed on it and, and it happened, you know, everything mm-hmm. that I prayed on, it happened. Yeah. And then, uh, like, tell me like how, how you, the, you tried out for the charter, you were on the chargers, uh, preseason, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So what, what was that like to actually, you know, get, get your shot at the NFL? Oh man, it was special. Uh, just, just the way everything just transpired. Um, I was undrafted. I had to go all the way to San Diego to a hub camp mm-hmm. um, just to be seen by scouts, just to do what I was supposed to do at bowl games because of COVID, yeah. to do that at this camp and be seen by, you know, the New England Patriots, the, the Miami Dolphins, the Denver Broncos, the Chargers. Um, and I remember when I when I did this camp, he said, man, how do we let you slip through the cracks? I was like, man, I don't know, but... Um, after that, you know, I worked out for the New England Patriots and then I worked out for the Miami Dolphins and they wanted to sign me and the LA Chargers, they were already on the phone with me. And it's like, look, man, we're going to sign you right now. You got a legit shot. 
you know, to make this team. Um, and I ended up signing with them. Uh, my cousin Jaleel actually played for them. Jaleel Adai actually played for the Chargers for a couple of years, I think for about seven years. And, um, you know, that's, that's really what it was, man. It was, it was definitely special to go against Keenan Allen, um, T Billy and a lot of those guys, um, just to learn from those guys, man. And, you know, Chris Harris, a OG of mine, I still talk to him to this day, you know, Derwin, me and Derwin played team Tampa together. So it was like, it was really like walking in a family, a family atmosphere, because I knew some of the guys, you know, some of the guys are from Florida. Um, and, you know, it, it was definitely special, but I'm definitely looking forward to getting back, getting yeah. back at it, you know, making another run at it for sure. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I know you, I know you mentioned Keenan Allen. That's like uh, my favorite wide receiver. So, yeah, and I, I think he, I think he's super underrated because nobody, like the media, I'd say don't doesn't give him credit. Like, man, listen, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm gonna tell you this right now, and I'm being totally transparent with you. A lot of the receivers that y'all see that they mentioned top wide receivers are not top wide receivers. <laughs> just, just keep it a band with you. Keenan Allen is a top five wide receiver, yeah. and um, I'm always honest about. You know, guys, I go against, like, if you like that, you like that. Keenan is like that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, Keenan Allen, and don't, please don't, don't, don't misconstrue his speed. Don't get his timing wrong because he can run. Even at this, this part of his career, he can still run. So um, just going against him, man, and getting the respect of him, man, you know, actually talking to him, man, like, bro, you know, like, Keep your head right, bro. You could really make the scene. You know, we, you know, I, I talk to Keenan every now and then, but um, you know, like it's it's a respect thing that I got I got a lot of respect for Keenan. And he's definitely, definitely a top five wide receiver in the league. And that ain't no question, you know, yeah. when he's healthy for sure. Yeah, that's dope. No, that's dope. Like that's that's even cooler. Like, like you just mentioned that like these guys, you know, like back I feel like back in the day it was kind of more like rough and like you know, they'd just be like, screw the rookies and things like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, more definitely. Uh, that's cool that you even even keep in touch with them, uh, those people to this day. Right. Um, so, yeah, obviously COVID was, uh, you know, rough years and things like that. And now, so this year you got drafted in the XFL to the D.C. Defenders. So yes, how excited are you to go out there? I know you're going out there this week. So what? Yeah. how excited are you? Man, I'm extremely excited, dog. It's, like I said, like, I'm just excited to just go out and play ball, you yeah. know, um, that just, you know, I always call myself a dog and I always let my play speak for itself, but I'm gonna let my play speak for itself. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, that's just what it is. Um, I'm thankful for the opportunity, like the rock, uh, Miss Danny Garcia putting this whole thing together, man. Um, it's, it's amazing to see what people can do, um, to bring other opportunities and different, you know, uh, create different avenues to different things in life. Um, you know, I'm excited, dog. I'm really excited about this opportunity. Um, to just to get a chance to play again, you know, and, and show that I am more than capable, you know, regardless of anything. So I'm excited to get out there, bro, you know, and do my thing. So. Yeah, for sure. Not to not to be cliche, but I think the third time is a charm for the XFL because before, like during, they were doing it during COVID, and they oh, were yeah. like killing it. The media outlets yeah. were picking everything up, like they were going viral. Oh, everything. Yeah. So I was like, all right, like this is legit, and like you know, people were picking up the fandom and all that. So I yeah. think I think it's gonna be really good, especially obviously the Rock now. Um, oh, I know, I know you got you guys are. Uh, there's just gonna be no quote unquote like home games or whatever you want to call it or home teams or 
because I know you guys will all be stationed in in Dallas. So I think you're gonna have like a kind of COVID feel, which might not be good memories, but I get it. But I've seen it with um the pro lacrosse league actually does the same thing where they they just go to different um places each weekend and have the games. Um, well, we'll actually be in our home our home fields. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll actually be playing playing in our home fields. We just won't be living there. Yeah, we'll be yeah. living. So, I mean. I get it, what they're trying to do. Um, yeah. Like I said, I'm just excited for the opportunity, man, really. Yeah, for sure. We're, you guys are playing at the, the soccer field, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yep. The one at in the, D.C. I, yeah. think it's, I think it's out, Audi Stadium. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. Um, yep. So what do you, have you been, like, talking to your teammates and things like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've been talking to a lot of them, uh, you know, my boy Reggie. Um, you know, different teammates. Uh, I actually a teammate of mine that's from down here. Um, Artavis is going up there. He played with the uh with the Chicago Bears. He's running back, went to Oregon State, mm -hmm. uh, from Polk County, the Polk County area down here. So it's a few guys that I know um that's in it. Uh one of my teammates got drafted to the XFL Battle Hawks. Um, so it's I'm excited to to kind of get to work, man, and, and to see all all my guys succeed, really, man. Yeah. Um, that's the main goal for sure. Do you um do you like write down your goals? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. So, you, so what what are your, what are some of your goals? You don't have to tell me all of them. Um I'll give you one. I'll give you one. For the XFL, I'll give you one. I, I plan on taking back two punt returns for a touchdown. So all right. that's 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 one of the goals that I got in mind. And you know, I'm looking forward to it. Uh you I, like I said, I ain't doing too much talking, man. Yeah, I feel you. All right, what what advice would you give to like a young football player, either like trying to get a D one scholarship or trying to go pro? Well, today is is different. Um, times are different than it used to be for sure. Um, and it's crazy saying that because I'm still young. And yeah, you're making me feel old. I'm thirty, so it's crazy, man. <laughs> just the landscape of how they how they're changing college football and everything of that nature. Um, I would say the, the transfer rule is crazy. How they could just now they could just bounce. the transfer rules in general. The pros now, I would say you know, um, never don't don't be scared of competition. You can't be scared of competition. That's one. Um, you got to know your worth and know how good you are. But you can't focus on the now. Um, you you can't focus on what's going on in your life at that very moment. Yeah, you want to be where your feet are, but. Like I said, know your worth and know, you know what I'm saying, that there is light at the end of the tunnel um, because now it's even tougher than ever um, just to get scholarships with the transfer portal and everything like that. Um, continue to work because a lot of kids don't like to work, man. Um, just work hard and everything else to uh, take care of yourself. Prime example, my boy Tank Dale. Tank Dale um, is one of the top wide receivers. One of the top, one of the best wide receivers I ever had the chance to go against, um, you know, and and he's uh just listening to his story. He had to go JUCO, um, you know, had to go to a lower uh, FCS school, um, and then you know made the transition to Houston, and he went crazy. Yeah. Like it wasn't just the oh I'm going D one off the bat. No, like it was the hard route, and he knew his worth, and he knew. You know, like, I'm good enough to do this. And now he's one of the best wide receivers to come out in this 2023 class, and he's going to be drafted high. So just continue to work hard and believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. So you got to believe in yourself for sure. That's the advice I would give. 
yeah definitely i think i think that that's like maybe like uh uh i don't know the i can't think of the word right now but um pretty much everyone's path is different like you just said like the you could go juco i think everyone always like is targeting d1 and things like that even though yeah. just the fcf like if you ball out there people are going to notice you. like they don't know yeah don't know even like because it's funny because i went to like a small d1 school uh sacred heart and it's just like even the basketball kids they always transfer and i'm just like and they're balling out like they're averaging like 20 and i'm like yo if you stay yeah. here and you average 20 for like people are going to notice because you're out, right. you're in the you know espn they don't discriminate versus the fcf and the, well, the, school school. It's, the stats all. are all up there at all so sure. yeah it's a it's a weird uh thing i think it's i mean i get it because it's just like it's like you know you see the d1 schools on tv and tv tv so right right, like right, thing right. To, but anyways uh you ready for some fun questions let's do it let's do it all right who was your who was your favorite uh player growing up <laughs> oh man um that's tough because i i had i had a few but all right give me I your top three give me your top three okay all right so it was definitely Ocho Cinco. All right. Ocho Cinco. Um, Speaking Mack. of career, careers afterwards, because I know you, you, me and you talked about your, you want to always focus on your career afterwards as well, which is smart. He's a perfect guy to, yeah. Perfect. You rep- perfect. Replicate. Perfect. Uh, Ocho is definitely, definitely one of my, one of my favorite players growing up. Um, Ed Reed, um, who's a safety um and Tyra Matthew. Tyra Matthew, man, he was just a flat out dog. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what you call hey, get in the paint. We're gonna put our hands up. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not gonna stop swinging until I see you fall. So you better knock me out. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Tyra Matthew, that's just that's those three guys, man, are guys that I I really gravitated towards uh just off a of mindset alone um yeah. you tell their mindsets were just different yeah so personality wise as well like they had fun doing it you yeah. know what i'm saying so yeah yeah so it's all about you gotta you gotta have that balance oh yeah for sure for um sure. all right so if i come to tampa what food spot do i gotta check out <laughs> i'm gonna be real um you got to go to Burger Spot, man. All right. But to, in my personal opinion, they got the best burgers that I've ever had in my life. And I don't have some burgers, dog. They have the best burgers that I've ever had in my life. Ever. Burger Spot. Check it out. If you come down here, I would personally take you myself. For real. Right. There we go. I, I'll ask my boy, too. He's from Tampa, so. I for sure. I'll ask him about the spot. Um I, how did you get the name, the nickname, the mayor of Tampa? <laughs> Man, um, so honestly, when I came back, you know, everybody was calling me K-9. They still do. However, um, the transition when the COVID year happened, um, you know, I kind of transitioned. I started reading a lot more. I uh, transitioned my mind. And that's when the thing happened with George Floyd. Um, and then I said, you know what? I'm going to get my community together. And uh, I'm going to create a unity walk, an annual unity walk. And uh, I remember at that time, it was like, oh, no, nah, you can't do it. It's it's going to be violence everywhere. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, nah, man, like I know my city, like I have love from the, from the people. So uh, ever since that day, 
um, you know, everybody was like, uh, you know, man, you need to run for mayor one day. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm I'm definitely that's definitely a goal of mine. And then, you know, me and the current mayor, Jane Castor, we got connected. And um she she um, you know, nominated me as the mayor of the day for the day, of course. And uh I got a chance to see the ins and outs um and how they do things. And ever since that day, you know, everybody in the city was they proclaimed me as as the mayor of Tampa or the future mayor of Tampa. So I just rolled with it. And that's definitely a goal of mine for sure. Yeah, no, that's dope. And uh, what do you want to do after playing football? Um, I definitely, I like I said, of course, you know, later on down the line, you know, I, I want to run for mayor here in Tampa. And then, uh, you know, I for sure, you know, want, want to do TV, um, college game day, um, you know, broadcasting you know, get into that, to, to that field, uh, just because, you know, personality alone, um, I've always, like I said, the, the camera isn't meant for everybody. Um, yeah. and so, you know, that's always been me, you know, it's all, I've always been good at it. It's always been something that I love to do. So that's definitely something that I look forward to doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's awesome. That's, that's always good to have goals while you're still playing, uh, or afterwards and you could do both too, because a lot of people do it. <laughs> Um, well, appreciate you coming on and, um, could you let the listeners know where to follow you at? Man, you can follow me at the real T H A R E A L underscore K nine on Instagram and on Twitter at KJ two live.